You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. The Saturday before the Super Bowl, there is typically the NFL honors. This year is no different. In the NFL honors, they typically announce who is actually a part of the Hall of Fame for that year. And so we decided, why not talk about it? This is a, a field that is very impressive. I'll list all the names real quickly. Uh, Jared Allen, first year of eligibility. Rondé Barber, first year of eligibility. Tony Baselli fifth time. Leroy Butler, second time. Alan Fenneca, sixth time. Torrey Holt, second time. Calvin Johnson, first time. John Lynch, eighth time. Peyton Manning, first time. Clay Matthews Jr., first time. Sam Mills, second time. Richard Seymour, third. Zach Thomas, second. Reggie Wayne, second. Charles Witson, first. Typically, they allow eight players in. Let's just start off with the ones who we know shoe-ins okay and then we can work it from there yep. so shoe-in first ballot hall of famer peyton manning agree with that jason shoe-in first ballot hall of famer charles woodson agree with that jason okay how interesting that these two careers have really culminated at different points in their careers the first being the 1997 heisman trophy in where charles woodson won that heisman trophy field was epic okay so you had charles woodson winning obviously the on the defensive side of the ball seven interceptions i mean he did it all man on the defensive side special teams he was a punt returner i mean he just did a lot for you on the field, man. Peyton Manning. Let me read off some numbers here, man. Peyton Manning had 3,819 yards and 36 touchdowns and 11 interceptions in college. Uh, This is back in 97. And that was in an SEC conference. So uh, it's very interesting. And then you had, yeah, you had Ryan Leaf. Didn't necessarily uh, pan out in the NFL. But I'm going to tell you who did. Randy Moss, who was also a part of that Heisman trophy. That Heisman Field. And Randy has some ridiculous numbers, man. Even though he played with Marshall A. He had 96 receptions for 1,820 yards and 26 (laughs) touchdowns, man. Man, somebody was out there getting burnt. (sighs) Man, burnt for real. So... (laughs) So those were individuals invited to New York, but there were some others in that field too. You had Curtis Enos, you had Ricky Williams, who would later become a Heisman uh, winner. You had Kate McNown, Tim Couch. So a very good field, man. So I just say how interesting that those two careers have culminated not only at the Heisman Trophy ceremony in 1997, but now potentially into the Hall of Fame together, man. So uh, very, very interesting. And then, Danny, so those are two. So now I think here comes the very intriguing conversations that we'll have here. Who else do, who else do you think is a, is a sure end, man? Torrey Holt is getting in. This is his seventh year of eligibility, and this is his second time being a finalist. And I agree with you on that. Okay, so that's three down. Calvin Johnson, Megatron. <sighs> I don't think the committee is going to – give you that many wide receivers i don't think he's going to get in purely because not because of his stats 
but because probably the number of years that he played. He played nine seasons, 135 games. So I, I don't think he's going to get in this time, but he will get, eventually get in. Yep. I think, too, no playoff wins. So he has no playoff support. That is just so disappointing, man, that you have to rely upon an organization to get you over the hump, to pad your resume in order to get into the Hall of Fame. He was just a victim of circumstance. Just imagine him in a high-powered offense. Oh, man. It's just the luck of the draw. If you're an organization that supports you and is well-run, these type of conversations for him, it'll be a no-brainer right now. But since he came from Detroit and he retired early, he's going to get dinged for that. So I agree with you as well. I don't think he gets in this first time. Let's stay in that division. And let's go to the Green Bay Packers and where there's Leroy Butler. This is his second time being a finalist. I really hope he gets in, man. This is his 15th time on the ballot. But again, only his second time being a finalist. So I really hope he gets in, man. I just don't think he's going to get in this time. Yeah, I agree, Jason. I think I don't know what's going to put him in. He led the team in interceptions five times. Mm -hmm. He had a 12-year career, so 181 games. But he led the team in interceptions five times, man. He, you can say he was a key member of that defense as well. Three straight division titles, two Super Bowl appearances. He has seven tackles and one sack in the Super Bowl victory against the New England Patriots. So that's I mean, my point. Is he is he getting overshadowed just because he played with Reggie White? Is that I don't is know. that dinging him? He's his numbers are supported supportive of I mean, him being in the Hall of Fame. But check, check this out: selected to the Pro Bowl four times, All Pro. Four times. Not only that, but he was named to the NFL's all-decade team of the 90s. I hope he gets in, man, because I remember those days, and we relied upon him in that secondary, man. So I think I think he's going to get in. I just don't think it's going to be this time, though. And this goes to the fact of what's the criteria? It's a moving target. So when you when we're having this discussion, you don't know what you base what's what this is based on. This is just based mm. on feel. Yeah. Yeah, and we can say the same thing. Let's stay in the division yep. with Jared Allen. I mean, this is his first year of eligibility, first year being a finalist. I mean, he played with Minnesota for a number of years, started off with Kansas City, and went on over to Minnesota, then went on to Chicago, and then ended up in Carolina. But I agree with you, man. What is the criteria? Because I don't see Jared Allen being a, being elected. I don't either. Not first ballot. No. I don't see I don't see that. So we'll we'll just skip over that right quick. Because we agree there. Let's stay in the old division where we used to be a part of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers division before they kind of realign things. And let's go with Rondé Barber, cornerback safety. Spent his whole career with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. And you remember Rondé, man. He was a hell of a cornerback and safety. I think he falls in the same boat as Leroy Butler from the standpoint of is he not going to get put in due to the defense he was a part of? Let me give you this impressive stat on Rondé Barber. Yeah. He's, he's the only player in NFL history with at least 45 interceptions and 25 sacks. His numbers are awesome. He's a three-time All-Pro, Yep, selected to five Pro Bowls, member of the NFL's All-Decade team of the 2000s. Mm-hmm. He led the NFL with 10 interceptions in 2001. I say no. Yeah, I say no there, but I, I will say yes to this person. Who's that? John Lynch. I'm going to say yes to John Lynch. This is his ninth year of eligibility, eighth year as a finalist. And the reason why I'm saying yes to John Lynch is purely because, one, 
This is his eighth year as a finalist, man. Ninth year of eligibility. He's a Hall of Famer. It's just a matter of when. But at the same token, man, it's Tampa Bay. They're playing at Tampa Bay. That's just a great storyline, right? So uh, I'm going to say yes to John Lynch uh, because he was a game changer in that Tampa 2 defense, man. So here, Jason, this one I flipped on. But then I'm looking at Rondé Barber, and I look closer at his stats, and I'm like, should John Lynch be put in over Rondé Barber? Mm. Or Leroy Butler, when you look at the stats, right? So this is one we're going to differ on now. (laughs) If Rondé and Leroy can't get in, John Lynch shouldn't be put in. I'll, I'll I'll just say this, man. Nine Pro Bowls, all pro recognition three consecutive years. Man, this is... I'm sticking with I'm sticking to my guns here, man. I'm saying I think he's going to get in purely because of the narrative. And man, this is his eighth year as a finalist, ninth year of eligibility. Let's go to Tony Baselli. This I'm, is his fifteenth year of eligibility, fifth as a finalist, man. But he played seven seasons. I think that's what's been holding him back and getting in. I think he's going to eventually get in. I just don't think it's going to be this time. I agree. I don't see him getting in. And I think that longevity piece is mm-hmm. going to hamper him throughout just mm-hmm. due to his short career. He was dominant, but he just didn't play that many years. So it's hard when you look at some of these uh, individuals and how long they played. Then you look at his career. And we talked about Calvin Johnson having a short career. His is even shorter than that. So that puts him at a disadvantage, even though he was yep. a great player. Reggie Wayne, man. <laughs> of the Indianapolis Colts spent his entire career with the Colts, man. A 14-year career out of the U, 211 games, caught 100 passes in a season four times, recorded 1,000 receiving yards eight times, uh, set franchise records with 15 receptions against the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2010. He is a Super Bowl champion. Mm -hmm. Ironically enough, Peyton Manning, who this is his first year of eligibility, threw him that touchdown pass in the Super Bowl against the Chicago Bears in Miami. First team All-Pro in 2010, second team All-Pro in 2007-2009, and he was voted to six Pro Bowls over a seven-year span. That's an impressive resume, but I don't think he's going to get in this second year of eligibility. I agree with you, Jason. He was tough because I was trying to go with the whole Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. Reggie Wayne narrative here. How cool would it be for both of them to get in at the same time, knowing Reggie Wayne contributed a lot to Peyton Manning's success in Indianapolis? I think we both yeah. agree on this one. Zach Thomas, who spent most of his career in Miami. Uh, Zach Thomas was a linebacker for the Miami Dolphins. For a number of years, he ultimately played 13 seasons, 184 games. Uh, first team All-Pro five times. <sighs> Second team All-Pro twice. He's been voted to seven Pro Bowls. I would say no. This is this is Zach Thomas's eighth year of eligibility, second year as a finalist. I had a funny feeling about this one. I, I'm not feeling Zach Thomas for the Hall of Fame. I got a funny feeling he's going to get elected. I'm not basing that on anything. The gut feel. I don't know why I think that because he didn't play in a Super Bowl. He was a great linebacker, but I just have a f- funny feeling he's going to get in for some reason. So I'm going to go, I'm going to pivot off John Lynch and go to Zach Thomas and say he gets in. Let's go to Alan Fenneka. Played 13 seasons, 206 games out of LSU. Uh, he is a guard. He started his career in 98, named All Pro 
first team six times. He's selected to nine consecutive Pro Bowls. He has been named to the NFL's all-decade team of the 2000s. They say he's a dominating run blocker, uh, led the way for four teams that finished among the NFL's top 10 in rushing 11 times in 13 seasons. This is his sixth year of eligibility, sixth as a finalist. I'm going to say he's going to get in, man. I agree. I think, I think he's going to get his in. Year. I think this is his year. Clay Matthews, I think you briefly touched up on him. That family, the bloodline, is just impressive, man. This is not Clay Matthews who played for the Green Bay Packers who won a Super Bowl. This is Clay Matthews Jr. who started his career back in 1978. This is his 20th year of eligibility and first as a finalist. He was a linebacker. Yep. Uh, they considered him one of the NFL's Ironmen, where, again, he played 278 games over 19 seasons. At the time of his retirement, he ranked third in NFL histories for games played. First yep. for linebackers. He did play for the Cleveland Browns, then went on over to the Atlanta Falcons. Let's just say this, man. This is about longevity. This one was a tough one for me because I think about the longevity. Yep. And in the NFL, just the commitment to keep getting up and keep going year after year after year. The stats just doesn't, you know, it doesn't jump out at you other than the longevity aspect. My heartstring is saying yes. Because of longevity. Yep. The resume is saying no. <laughs> so I'm going to say no for Clay Matthews Jr. I agree, Jason. I'll keep it short. Okay. I just think he it's longevity play. He was a good player, but I don't see it. That leaves us with uh, Sam Mills and Richard Seymour. Sam Mills real quickly. And this is his 19th year of eligibility. Second year as a, a finalist. He's a linebacker. Played for for New Orleans and Carolina, voted to five Pro Bowls over his career, named All-Pro and All-NFC three times. He did pass away in 2005. Sam was a great player. He was a great player, man. Um, he played for the Saints. I'm going to say yes to Sam Mills. He was a good player, man. Yeah, he was. Now that you said this, I think I'm going to flip and agree with you here. I wasn't going to. But I think Sam Mills does get in. So if he gets in, then that might knock Zach Thomas out. But we'll say both. I'll say both of them get in. Zach Thomas and Sam Mills. So what about Richard Seymour? Richard Seymour selected first team All Pro three consecutive seasons and second team twice. Named to the NFL's All Decade team in, of the 2000s. This is Richard's fourth year of eligibility. Three as a finalist. Third year as a finalist. Excuse me. Played 12 seasons, 164 games. I'm saying yes to Richard Seymour. I'm going to say no. Mm. And the reason is, on those Patriots teams, he was a key component again. He wasn't like an Aaron Donald. Seymour demanded, commanded double teams. I'm not going to say that. He's mm -hmm. a great defensive tackle, DN. But I don't see him as a Hall of Famer in this class. I'm going to say no. So, to recap, I have Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson, we both agree on those two. I just indicated Richard Seymour for me, Sam Mills, John Lynch, Tory Holt. And if I recall correctly, I had Alan Fenneca going in. Those are my Hall of Famers for 2021. And who did you have, Danny? Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson, Zach Thomas, Tory Holt, Sam Mills, Alan Fenneca. We'll see. It's going to be a good time. 
Thank you for joining us at Back Porch Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.